Welcome to the Life Cycle Lady Podcast, a place to be to talk about all that we wonder, whisper, and wish we knew about our bodies, hormones, and life cycle changes. I'm your host, Julie Hughes. Please join me as I take the stigma out, stop the whisper, and speak out loud on topics from puberty to perimenopause. Hello, everyone. Today, I am joined by a special guest, Miss um, Sierra Brashear. So in this episode, Sierra and I are going to talk all about vaginal steaming. Our conversation uses this topic as a way to address taking control of your health, embodiment, realigning and reconnecting in tiny ways that make those revolutions and evolutions and connecting to our feminine power and our collective experience. So Sierra, before we drive in, I want to let you know more about her. She is actually a clinical Ayurvedic practitioner, as well as a donor-trained doula and an herbalist. Sierra believes that by tuning into our unique wisdom, leveraging our feminine power and intellect, and drawing on our ancestral wisdom, we will discover contemporary ways to heal ourselves, our families, and our planet. Sierra is inspired by the rhythms and elements of nature and weaves her knowledge of Ayurveda into the wellness education and lifestyle design that she provides at Cultivate Balance. She is also the founder of Vibrant Souls, a women's wellness company through which she has supported thousands of women to reconnect with their powerful centers through Yoni Steaming. As co-founder of Moon Bath, Sierra curates earth-integrated bath rituals that invite deeper alignment with the planet. She is a graduate of Alandi Ayurveda's two-year, 2,000-hour practitioner of Ayurveda program in Boulder, Colorado, and has a Bachelor of Arts degree from the University of Colorado, as well as a Master's from the United Nations Mandated University for Peace in Costa Rica. Sierra also loves to garden under the sun, dance in the stars, and experience life in colorful places around the globe. So let's dive in and uncover some of the whispers and wonders that go on around vaginal steaming, or as we're going to call it today, yoni steaming, and how we can use it to connect to our bodies and heal in both a physical as well as an emotional way. All right. So Sierra, I'm so excited to have you on today and to reconnect with you. Um, I'm hoping that you can start our conversation off by, you know, just grounding us in who you are, like just a little bit about you, definitely about the company that you have founded um, and that you run and just, just kind of ground us in who you are. Sure. Yeah. Um, So my name is Sierra Brashear and I am a Ayurvedic practitioner and Ayurveda for anyone who doesn't know is the ancient holistic healing science that comes from India Um, It's been practiced relatively consistently on the planet for around 5,000 years um, with the written uh, texts that we use today being written around 2,000 years ago. Um, And the whole concept of Ayurveda is around realigning ourselves with the rhythms and elements of nature. um, And that from that place is where true wellness can arise from. Um, And so I work with herbs and food and daily routine um, and just lifestyle generally. It's sort of like a a lens through which you can view the whole world. 
Um, and so I have a practice and do educational courses um, virtually so anyone can access them from anywhere in the world to learn about this way of um, taking care of yourself um, with the angle that when we take care of ourselves, we can take care of the world, right? So mm -hmm. when we show up for ourselves, we can show up better for you know, our families and our communities and the planet. So that's really my um, approach, um, having come just to go a little deeper into my background, having come from a background in international environment and development, environmental security, really caring and, and wanting to approach, um, wanting to find my approach to how I can make a difference on the planet um, and thinking I was gonna go into NGO work or things like that, but then realizing that it's all about coming home to ourselves and and again, realigning with the rhythms and elements of nature for ourselves is ultimately going to have that ripple effect. So that's sort of what I'm up to in the world. Um, and before that, actually, before I became an Ayurvedic practitioner, I was a um, sort of self-taught herbalist um, and doula. Um, so I was attending births and making all sorts of herbal blends <laughs> for myself and my friends and my clients. Um, and at that time, this was around six years ago, I came upon this practice of yoni steaming, which I think is something that we'll talk about, but um, I'm excited to share. <laughs> it's funny, you know, we have similar backgrounds. We, in university, actually Sierra, Sierra and I did a similar program that really our passion was kind of helping to heal this world, right? To help to make the world a better place, which I think a lot of people have that in mm -hmm. the back of their minds as a driving force. Um, and one thing that I very much have landed on in the last several years is this idea of, yes, you know, for me, I work with women and hormones, but for me, it's like, yeah, we could work on the hormones and I could give you the cream, or we can really realign you with nature, really realign you with nature and how you're eating and really cyclical living, aligning you with living in a cycle. And that is what's going to shift your hormones. And in fact, that is going to shift the whole entire environment. Right? That's yes. going to shift the world. Like, yes. like yes. the energy is rising all the way up yes. as you're talking. Yes. You realize like what's important and it becomes more about you know, eating seasonally because that's what's good for your body. And that's actually also what's good for the planet. Yes. Um, and a lot of times it's really these simple shifts. Like my approach with Ayurveda especially is very much just like coming back to the very, very basic building blocks. Like drinking warm lemon water in the morning to get your digestion going is such a simple shift. This isn't like radical stuff, yeah. but it makes an incredible difference for anyone people <laughs> yeah it does and it, that's the other thing i talked i just did a women's circle this weekend and the theme was tiny revolutions like what yeah. things are you going to add so that this ne next revolution around the new moon or around whatever cycle thing you're working with that they're going to make such big impacts if you go and you do the keto diet you do this or you just like massively yeah. change your life those things never work and i think by now we should get that like right that yeah <laughs> it's not these, it's it's about these slow sustainable shifts and the other cool thing about ayurveda that's interesting like you mentioned keto diet and there's all these like really extreme trend diets and um that people do, but um, Ayurveda gives a lens through which you can 
sort of filter all of the things that come through so that you can understand what's good for you uniquely. It's not that keto diet is good for everyone or that it's bad inherently, but it's good for certain constitutions. So it's about creating a lens through which you can view the world and know yourself. And then you use that lens to filter anything that comes your way. And it's super empowering um, to have that knowledge. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, So, so, for me, one of the things that I'm excited to talk to you and share with the world about is this, this idea of vaginal steaming, because this topic is definitely growing in the awareness. Like you're seeing it, I'm seeing it more and more places. Um, but I'm also knowing there's a lot of women out there that could really benefit from it as one of those tiny little revolutions, one of those connection points, one of those places to connect back to your body, to really get in touch and also to then provide some sort of support, right? It's like another little pillar. Um, so I'm wondering if you can just, for basic people out there, if you can kind of explain what it is, like, especially for those women, like, you want me to do what? And some women, my God, some women can't even say the word vagina or don't even know what a vulva is, right? Which is fine. If you're out there listening, that's totally fine. There's so many women in that same boat. Um, we're just trying to give you a little bit more information. So what is it and how is it kind of, what are women experiencing with this, this practice? Yes. So um, vaginal steaming, um, I tend to use the word yoni steaming. I like the word yoni. Vaginal is also great. But for those who don't know, yoni is the Sanskrit word, which is the language that we use in Ayurveda. Yoni is a Sanskrit word that speaks to even more of the female anatomy and also like the subtle aspects. Um, so it's like the, the labia, the vulva, the, vagin- the vagina itself, your cervix, your uterus, you know, all, all of it. Um, and then it's also um, the word for center of the universe. So it really applies well. Um, yoni steaming or vaginal steaming. I learned about it um, in the context of Mayan healing. So Rosita Arvigo is the one who taught me. And um, so she learned in Belize from from Mayan midwives. And what the practice is, um, is women take um, an herbal blend and essentially use the herbal blend. It's, it's a hot infusion, sort of like a tea. And the steam from this herbal tea rises up and gently penetrates the exterior of the vagina. So the vulva, the labia. Um, steam doesn't enter the vagina specifically. It's not like there's forceful entry. It's a very subtle treatment. So just um, the steam rising up, gently caressing the exterior. Um, and the idea, the folk wisdom is that the volatile oils are traveling up in the steam and then traveling through the subtle. So they enter through the pores, which open with the warmth. It's a gentle warmth. Um, your pores open, sort of lubrication increases and, um, the, the volatile oils travel through, and, and the energy of the steam travels through the subtle channels up into the uterus and helps to, um, cleanse out any stuck material that's in the uterus. And that can have incredible, this is sort of the physical benefits of this practice um, are extraordinary. Women have complete amazing breakthroughs with um, menstrual cramps, with when, when women are struggling with fertility, um, even like exhaustion, bloating, all of these things that can tend to come with um, PMS as we call it. Um, 
But the idea is that the volatile oils help the uterus to do what it would naturally do. So it's not that the vagina and the uterus don't, they are self-cleansing, um, but we have co-evolved with these plants um, that can benefit us in certain ways and we can use them to augment processes that our bodies are already doing. Um, and so the, um, yeah, the uterus will, we use certain herbs like amenagogues that help the uter uterus to contract and shed its lining. And in that, um, these incredible benefits arise. And the reason for that is um, you'll, what happens is that, that material gets encrusted into these sort of folds in the uterus that are called the venous lakes. And your body has sort of, um, sometimes it gets crusted there in such a way that the body has to work really, really hard to shed that lining. And that's what causes that exhaustion and the bloating and the cramps and all of that. So if you can use something to help augment it, it sheds more easily and then you'll be free from those experiences. And that's also why um, it helps supports with fertility because when things are encrusted inside of those venous lakes, those folds in the uterus, um, it's hard for the egg to attach. So those are the physical benefits of the practice. Um, and then we can get into the more emotional, spiritual benefits as well. But um, that's sort of an overview. <laughs> that was a great overview, actually. <laughs> it's a lot. I think, no, I think it's great to hear that, you know, um, I think a lot of, some of the things that I've, right, I talk to women a lot about all these sorts of things. And some of the responses I, I get is, well, that's kind of just weird, right? You want me to sit over steam? But if we can get past that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. of women just like being really worried that like hot air is just going to shoot up inside of their vagina. Like often girls, when I, even young girls and women, their moms are there as well. When I talk to them about, you know, going swimming when you're on your period and things like that, they're like, well, why can't the water just shoot up inside you? And I'm like, okay, so, so let's talk muscles. Like let's talk anatomy, general anatomy. Like things don't just shoot up inside of you unless you no. <laughs> them up inside of you right so sitting over this yoni steam the steam is not just like heating up your insides and rising up just think about I often think about like if you're doing a facial steam right I used to do this a lot with my mom when I was a little kid we used to go over uh, some water and just let the steam go up and clears out the pores right it just opens up and clears out the pores it, to me yeah. it's a similar thing very similar Right. And um, yeah, just to really reiterate, there's, no, there's nothing forceful. And in fact, the way that I do yoni steaming and the way that Rosita teaches it is you would never, ever have a heat source like underneath the water. So you're not sitting over a boiling pot of water, actually. You, um, you would remove the, the hot blend from the stove um, and put it into a heat proof basin. And then you would put it below your seat and you're going to be like two feet away from it at least. Um, and so it's very, very gentle. It should never feel like it's burning. It should never feel like it's entering you. <laughs> um, it actually should feel so soothing and so good. And in some ways, and actually something that's been criticized about it is that it feel, it can be arousing. It feels really good. Um, so yeah, just a very, very gentle, subtle practice. How is that a criticism? <laughs> well, yeah. When Gwyneth Paltrow talked about it, the, the, the you know, uh, tabloids went crazy about it being, <laughs> she's getting off, you know. Okay, that's funny. Um, that's really funny that you said that because my husband and I have been watching the, you know, the goop thing on Netflix, oh, yeah. which 
I don't know, there, it's gotten such backlash, and I think that that's probably just going to lead us into our next conversation. She, in general, because she, I don't know, some things are just taken out of context, and also she just tends to be on the fringe of things, right? Sure. Or the fringe, right? Um, and so it's gotten, like, such backlash, and I was like, I don't know, do I really want to watch this? I have already know a lot of the things that she's talking about, and, I, and we were watching it, and the, you know, just the, like, the thoughtfulness, and she does bring in a lot of science, and she she just really and then there is ex people experiencing it she's also showing people experiencing all of the different things right like i'm really into to wim hof and we we've been doing the wim hof thing for over a year now and so that episode was great for me but just like this idea that it, if it's not proven with science if some celebrity is talking about it if women just in general are like anecdotally talking about it, then it ha it's really not valid, right? You're probably like, you get this with the jade egg, you get this with vaginal steaming, you get this with a lot, I mean, a lot, even like herbalism, maybe even Ayurveda, I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing. Um, you get this idea that like, <clears throat> these things aren't valuable, they're not gonna help us because they haven't been proven by science and you should probably like not do them. It's probably not good for you. And the funny thing to me is like all of these things that I just named, they're all really connecting us to ourselves, right? Like the jade egg, when you use it properly and you do the practice, like if you actually know the practice and know what you're doing and get the good egg, it's so connecting, right? There's nothing about it. Or if you do the yoni steam, I think you'd be kind of silly to put like boiling water two inches away from your vagina. Like who would do that? Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if, if you kind of want to talk maybe a little bit more, even of what you're seeing or what your experience is with this idea of like, this isn't a thing because science isn't, says it's not a thing yet. Right? Yeah. I mean, nothing has broken my heart more and honestly sort of beaten me down than the immense backlash that I have, that I have seen and experienced around yoni steaming because I personally have gotten feedback from hundreds of women who have had these incredible breakthrough experiences, women who have sent me photos of their baby and said, I tried for three years to get pregnant, I tried everything. And then I tried this steam and I got pregnant on my next cycle. Like I've heard from women who said, you know, I, I had, I had my first pain-free period in 30 years. This woman had started menstruating when she was 11 and she was 41 and she had never experienced a pain-free period until after she used this young steam blend that I have. Um, and so there's no doubt in my mind, hundreds of these stories, there's no doubt in my mind that, that this is beneficial and useful for women. And so when I see that some doctor, you know, a male doctor, and even more heartbreaking, honestly, is women doctors who, who, really, who just say, this is, this is a joke, never do this. This is, there's absolutely no science to prove that it, that it works. Like steer clear. There's all these other things that you can do instead, which, you know, a lot of them are like medical procedures or, um, just things that are far less effective in my mind. Um, it just, it really breaks my heart. And Gwyneth Paltrow, because she, 
um, back in, so it was 2014 when I came out with my steam and then January, 2015, she published this article about going to get, um, which what's called a chai yak, which is the Korean version of this, where they use specifically mugwort. And she had gone to a, a spa in LA and gotten this done. She wrote about it and it, the backlash that she got it was it was actually almost worse that she talked about it because so many doctors came out of the woodwork to bash this thing and she's to this day she gets flack for that article i mean it's been five years um and it's just so interesting because it does so so you mentioned ayurveda actually ayurveda doesn't get this much backlash and i think that the reason why is because it's not so specifically focused on women reconnecting with this powerful mm. part of our bodies, powerful connective center. Yeah. You know, this is our center of creativity. This is our center of power in the world. And for us to reconnect and reclaim that space is specifically threatening to the establishment. And I'm not sure how much of that is actually a conscious, like a conscious connection for them. Um, and how much of it is just like a, you know, a subconscious fear that gets brought up, brought up. So yeah, it is very much specifically around women reclaiming our wellness and women reclaiming our power where this, this seems to me a disproportionate backlash arises. And yeah. And then, you know, with sight, like the whole experience of having this be so being so beat down by this has really had me question science in general, to be mm -hmm. honest with you, because yeah. I'm like, yeah, science where there, there's all this funding, there's all this bias, someone's dance to gain financially when there's this, when there's a scientific study, probably most of the time, especially in the medical realm where, so who's going to fund a study that's about women using a folk remedy <laughs> that anyone can access and do it from, from home and truly reclaim this, this, this part of our history and our, and our well-being. No one's going to fund a study about that. <laughs> so of course there's not a study for me, thousands of years of women's lived experience and lived wisdom, even if it's anecdotal is worth more than any scientific study could ever be. Yeah. Um, and there's actually another point on this that's been, that has really blown my mind is there's a whole approach to, um, to discrediting yoni steaming that's around, this is actually, <laughs> this really blows my mind, feminist, well, self-proclaimed feminists but who I believe have a very like masculine approach in the world have said that yoni steaming is disempowering to women because it's claiming that our reproductive organs, this center of our body isn't self-cleansing and that it's inherently dirty and that we need this certain thing to help us cleanse something that is inherently dirty. This is like feminism having a backlash against yoni steaming. So there's all these layers to it. But again, like you said, it's like a facial steam. No one's saying it's like, yeah, a facial steam opens your pores and cleanses your skin and has all these benefits. We're not saying your face is inherently dirty, right? Like, I don't know. It's very layered and very sad to me. And I, and I hope that in our lifetimes, and actually I have no doubt that in our lifetimes, it will come around because 
it's undeniable how helpful yeah. it is. It's funny because it just reminded me of just a few months ago, and you've probably, you probably saw this, but Aviva Rong, who's one of my, um, uh-huh. she's, a, she's a midwife. She's also an OBGYN and she's a herbalist. And she came out with a, it was an article, I believe at the time. I don't believe it was a podcast. I think it was an article. And it was kind of saying like, hey, yoni steaming isn't all that. Like there's no, basically it said there's no science behind it. And I got that on a Saturday morning and I was like, oh, and by the end of the day on Saturday, she had sent out an email and retracted it because so many thousands of women, thousands of women had emailed her, were so offended and said how much benefit that they got from it. And so she had to take that back. And so that to me is, yes, there's no flipping science behind it, which you kind of just addressed. Or yeah. is there? I mean, there probably is science, but no one's just gone there, right? There wasn't when I was doing the research years ago. Maybe now. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think so. I think Steamy Chicks, which is a company, is doing. Oh, yeah. Right? But then, again, they'll say, but, but they're a company, blah, blah, right. blah. Right? So anyways, does it really matter, women? Like, does it really, really matter? If you feel like, hey, I have some of these things, I'm going to give this a go. If you feel benefits, then awesome. Like we are empowered people. We do not need to be going out and like bashing people or bashing this or bashing that in these public spaces just because we have no connection. Maybe we have a little bit of fear. Sierra and all the proponents of vaginal steaming are not promising you you're going to go get a baby. Like if you've been in for, you're just saying this is another thing that you can try and at the very, very least, and maybe we can get into that, the connection and the emotional benefits of it, but at the very, very least, in my mind and in my experience, it's just another way to connect with yourself. Right? Absolutely. It's, so, it's super low risk. It's so, it's like so much less invasive than surgeries that they might recommend for fibroids, endometriosis, all of these things that are, are, are high risk. This is a very gentle, subtle, low risk, which is why I say that the backlash is disproportionate to like what it actually is. Like the intensity with which you'll see doctors speak about it. It's like, why not just let people try it? Like, yes, you don't want someone to get burned. Like that's something they talk about a lot. Well, there's a high risk of burning. It's like, there's a high risk of burning while you're cooking. Yeah. So, so yeah. Why not just let people try it and see? And like you said, at the very least, it is an incredible way. Yoni see me actually, I have, um, someone who uses my steams in her therapy sessions because it's a great trauma release. It's actually like a way to bring your consciousness and your attention down into that space in a way that awakens, softens, soothes, and allow. it's like a detoxification, even on an emotional level. And she does a lot of work with her clients um, who've experienced trauma and they have total breakthrough experiences with that as well. So, um, And yeah, like you said, at the very least, you're just sitting for 20 to 30 minutes, being with yourself, experiencing a a pleasurable experience in this part of your body that we're often so disconnected to. And this part of our body for women being such a source of creativity, of power, of connection, of compassion and love and how we show up in the world. I just, I can't imagine what could be wrong with that. Yeah. 
Yeah, the more and more you talk about it, more and more I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. What is, what is the backlash about? Like, what, what is it? Other than what? I, I don't, I mean, we live in a patriarchal society, right? Like, I could get real conspiracy. <laughs> like, <laughs> a conspiracy or just, like, about, I mean, women have been subjugated and oppressed for thousands of years, right? And this is... So Naomi Wolf in her book, the book Vagina, she talks about um, the pudendal nerve and the pudendal nerve when it is awakened um, or stimulated like through orgasm, through sex, and I believe through yoni steaming. So the, the pudendal nerve travels up through your spine and it's this network of nerves that, that correlate directly to your center of creativity in your, in your brain. And so I, I, think that I don't I mean people don't necessarily know the science of it but they know and women experience that when they get in touch with that they have total breakthrough ideas and for a patriarchal society that is still to this day whether or not we choose to believe it um keeping women oppressed that's a threatening and scary thing and I don't again I don't know how much of this is actually a conscious thought by like the tabloids but it seems like it's it's a subtlety that runs so deep that people act on it yeah and also I think it's that for sure and also like sex or this kind of topic sells right it it makes you it's like clickbait a little bit right yeah totally totally Uh, yeah there yeah but I just want to say and I I was just writing uh, something for something I'm doing and it was just like you know, I work a lot. I work with women in perimenopause. Like that's my major, my my major focus is the puberties, right? Puberty for girls and puberty for older women. <clears throat> and so a lot of women are like, oh yeah, I haven't gotten diagnosed as perimenopausal or I haven't. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is literally a natural phase in your life. Let's talk about it. And let's talk about how you can connect probably because you've been disconnected from your body. How can you connect in and how can you take the power back? Because you don't need to more than likely, not always. I'm not saying that this is always more than likely. You don't need to go to the doctor because just this weekend, someone said, it's like a doctor's appointment. I never, I never know I needed to have like my education that I was giving them. They were like, I didn't even know all the things I didn't need to know. And it's not rocket science, ladies. Like, I'm a midwife. I just live in the vagina space, right? (laughs) I just live in my womb and vaginal space. So so I know a lot. I've seen literally thousands of women over the course of the two decades of doing this kind of work. And I hear what women say. And what the crazy thing is, they're all saying the same damn thing. Like, and if they could all just hear each other... Yeah. They would realize that they're the science. Like they're the But there's no there's no like public sphere for the, all of that to be expressed yeah. in, right? There's no container yeah. for that. So that's kind of why, you know, I that's why that's why this podcast was partly born, right? So yes. that we get more women's voices on here. We tell our stories, we tell the stories that other women have whispered to them. Like yes. the whole idea of this podcast is that I want us to stop whispering and start speaking out loud, start saying like, yeah. my experience with this Yoni seeming, it is damn valid. Like this actually yeah. happened to me. Yeah. yeah. Right? My experience of connecting with myself through Ayurveda, through eating more, through being more cyclical, through really tuning in yeah. and yeah. finding out what I am, that is valid. 
Like there's 5,000 years behind it, but is there five, like, is there studies? No, right? Yeah. It's not, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Right. right, it's completely, completely. And something you said too also reminded me about this piece of intuition, like women's intuition, just like people will ask me, well, what is like, what do you, it, they want like a prescription for yoni steaming. Yeah. And it's like, again, inside of that model where you just go to someone and they tell you exactly, like they prescribe you something or diagnose you with something. And with this type of medicine, there's a lot of it is about reconnecting to your own internal wisdom. Um, which again, maybe threatening to the establishment, <laughs> um, but reconnecting to your own internal wisdom and, and tuning into what you uniquely need for your body, your cycle, um, and, and, and not depending on this external force or, you know, a doctor, oftentimes a male doctor or whoever to tell you what you need. Um, and so I think that's a really powerful aspect too and as people are considering trying yoni steaming vaginal steaming will make sure that they have the resources that they need to get started but then that they feel empowered to make choices for themselves based on what they know and connect with in, in their own bodies yeah i think that's part of also that blame right we always want to blame it on or mm. not just not ownership maybe blame isn't right no just like we don't own ourselves right? exactly. exactly it's always it's always like, well, she did that, or they did that, or what do you think about this? And it's like, no, what do you think? You actually know. Yeah. yeah. And so for me, part of the vaginal seeming is, yes, the physical benefits, but for me, it's mostly the emotional benefits. It's like me having that power, me connecting, me taking ownership, and, yes. and just right? Just having that, that connection point to an area that I personally, yes, I work with vaginas, but have I always been like really connected to my own? Mm -hmm. Have there been times in my life that I've said down there? <laughs> right? Like I've been there. Um, no one told me about menstruation. No one told me about all these things. And for a long time, I was just like, I was put on the pill, right? Because it was hard going at the beginning as it is for almost all of us. Yep. And so I was disconnected for like a decade. Yeah. And so yeah. it's about that reconnection. So if you're listening and you're like, I don't know, I get like, we get it. We were not born embodied women. Well, I guess we were born embodied women, but we, we were, we were both. Connected to that space. I mean, it's, there is a deep ancestral like disconnect happening. Like we're carrying generations of trauma in our wombs actually. And so it's no wonder that women now, even who haven't experienced physical trauma in this lifetime, I believe that we are carrying the wounds of our grandmothers, you know, great grandmothers. And so just the very act of reconnecting with that space in a loving, like a radical self-love way um even just sitting there for 20 minutes with the intention to connect to that space is deeply healing it actually breaks that cycle of generational trauma so yeah yeah i was it's interesting i was <clears throat> i was telling the, the little girls this weekend how they were an egg inside of their moms when their mom was inside of their grandma wow. right that we all lived inside of our grandmas at some point and yeah. the girls are always like whoa moms whoa. are really like whoa i never whoa. thought about that yeah but if you think about it and even science has shown recently i read an article of like everybody you've ever had sex with is still inside of your body like their dna becomes part of your body Woo. right 
That is scientifically yeah. Wow. Um, so just like, like that, that idea of, of that we are carrying the trauma, like we are literally carrying the DNA and within the DNA, there is trauma, right? There is yeah. this trauma memory with, yeah. with there that is still in all of us. And so, so we need to, we need to feel it. We need to see it and we need to know that it's not all ours. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Face that and know that we have the opportunity in this lifetime to heal it actually. Yeah. And that vaginal steaming is also a tool for that yeah. in a big way. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's a pretty magical practice. I hope that everyone listening, you know, feels into it and, and decides for themselves whether or not it's something they want to try, but that they feel empowered and, and like, it's something that's available. It's a tool that's available. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm make sure you check below. I'll have all of Sierra's information and her company vibrant souls down there as well. And also her Ayurvedic practice. So thank you very much for talking to me today. I'm feeling very fiery now. And <laughs> <laughs> Same. I get so worked up. I'm like, Whoa. we're just, we just out here on the front lines, girl. <laughs> thank you for having me. And, and, um, yeah, it's been a real pleasure to talk to you about these things and get to express them. I don't always have the venue um, these days to express this passion of mine. So awesome. thank you. So it was amazing to talk to Sierra today. I hope you all enjoyed that episode so much, as much as I had enjoyed talking to her. Um, make sure you go check her stuff out at Vibrant Souls. Um, again, I'll post the link below. I also want to shout out that I do have some free, a free webinar coming up called Perimenopause, What Is It and Why Should You Care? So if you are a woman ages 37 and up, then please pop over to thelifecyclelady.com, go to the free section on my website and sign up for that webinar so that you can do some of the things that we were saying today, that you can get reconnected to your body, and especially during this major transition phase that you're currently in, whether you realize it or not. All right, everyone. I'll see you next week. Bye.